Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Our Womanity. I am so excited to have Taria Saunders with us today. She's the owner and founder of Beauty and Birthing, a doula company, and she's a doula herself. She also started the Mommy Meetup, which is a fantastic venue. I'll let her speak a little bit more about it. And she's a mother of four. So today we're going to talk all about doulas, childbirth support, and all that great stuff. So welcome, Taria. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. So let's just start with the basics. I know not everybody knows this stuff. There's been a resurgence, but still a lot of people don't know what a doula is. What is a doula? So a doula is emotional, physical support, and educational support to moms, expectant mothers that are either pregnant, postpartum, or even in the state of grief. There's doulas for different stages of life. There's fertility doulas to help and navigate moms through being that emotional, educational, and physical support through fertility treatments and things of that nature. So doulas, we kind of do a lot. We're like the maximum cheerleader for moms as they journey through motherhood is what I like to say. I love that. Like how early would be, you know, the time that you should start thinking about getting a doula or looking for a doula? Like when should you start thinking about that? There's not a set rule of thumb. Sometimes it's kind of stated to wait until after you get through the first trimester when you're looking for a doula to assist in or support through the pregnancy journey. For myself, I don't limit moms to after the first trimester. I think there's some good benefits in understanding what our body is doing in the early aspect of the first trimester, because sometimes like with new moms, if you've never done it before, there's a lot of questions that we have and a lot of things that we don't always get to ask when we're in doctor's appointment visits and trying to figure out, oh my gosh, what's about to change and what's about to happen. So I think it's important to have that navigation piece and support through that first trimester as well. So it depends on the doula when it comes to trimester, but I, I encourage every mom, you know, if you find out that you're pregnant, having that support person with you during that first process, I think mm-hmm. it's good, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, because you also kind of have to find someone that meshes with you too, yeah. right? You're kind of getting to know someone. They become yes. an intimate part of your life. So yes. probably want to start looking around on the early I side. Kind of- yes. It's like finding a new best friend, right? Oh, <laughs> you're you're yeah. really getting to know that person. And as they get to know you, There's a level of transparency that needs to be there um, with both of you as you're navigating who you are, who she is, and, you know, just what they're looking for and understanding the components of that as you're helping them navigate through a very big monumental moment of their life. Yeah. Okay. And so leading up to birth, what does a doula do or what does a doula offer? So we go through a series of things. So you get educational classes for birth. You get birth prep classes where we actually go through movement tools and comfort measures and things of that nature, position changes and labor positions and comfort positions and things to do in aiding pain management and things of that Mm -hmm. nature. And then you get lactation support course where we kind of talk about breastfeeding, bottle feeding, and what that looks like for a newborn during the early months of their life once they get here. From there, there's delivery, going through the educational piece leading up to getting to the labor room. We're basically now putting what we learned all of this time into practice, right? So we're going through those different position and comfort measures and changes 
And we're finding those different pain management tools that works best for that mom. And then from there, baby's here. We're preparing now, going through lactation. Now we're latching baby on if we're breastfeeding. Yeah. We're understanding what bottle feeding looks like, understanding how often, when to wake right. them, when, when to let them sleep and that kind of thing. And then the yeah. postpartum piece where a doula comes into the home and we're providing light cleanup light meal preps. We are daycare teachers That's as well. Amazing. <laughs> we take on the kids that are the, the existing kids if there are any. Yeah. We give mommy breaks. Yeah. Um, emotional like ears. Personal assistant for yes. like for the mom. I love it. Uh, yes. You know? But like a highly educated, highly experienced personal yes. assistant. 100%. 100%. I agree. <laughs> definitely. So it's definitely that. And then, you know, for me, I like to carry on and this is how Beauty and Birth and Doula Company meets Mommy Meetup organization okay. where I don't just drop off my moms and just say, all right, see you later after yeah. we you know, do our postpartum or however long postpartum um, support they may need, they can right. carry on the Mommy Meetup. And we have an online group and then we have meetups in person. So I can yeah. journey on with my moms from pregnancy, baby, postpartum, all the way to the baby or the kid is 10, 15 or however. So it's like a a revolving door when it comes to what I do. I love that so much. I feel like just a little bit of my personal experience. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) I trained as a doula when I was in college because I was studying doulas um, in my anthropology classes. And I thought this was the most fascinating sort of cross-cultural thing. And so I was like, oh, I'm just going to get the training myself and do this. And But then when I became pregnant myself for the first time, I knew I wanted to have a doula, but it was amazing how much I still didn't know as an OBGYN, as a training (laughs) doula, as someone who's attended so many deliveries. It's like, wow, there's so much that I I still wasn't really prepared for. So having a person who I could lean on outside of my husband, because, you know, he was exhausted as well, was so, so helpful. And he had a birthing class and I got to know the women in that class. I'm like, I still am in touch with them. They're such a fun group of people. We send each other pictures of our kids for the years. And I love that sort of relationship where you you need that when you're going through this time. Because otherwise we'll get tired hearing you talk about your nausea or your aches and pains. (laughs) No, seriously. I think it's a very good point because like one thing that I say all the time is that moms need moms of all ages, of all Mm -hmm. stages, because there's going to be things that we need as new mommies that a mom who has a child that's 15, 16 has already navigated through. So it's like we can kind of glean and lean into that wisdom that they may have as we're navigating like whatever our beginning stage may be or middle stage may be. And I really enjoy the conversations that I get to have and hearing like moms of old say all of these different little trinkets of wisdom that they have or then even share some of the lessons that they learned like I'm big on that like I love learning from other people's mistakes or what they may Mm -hmm. see to be a mistake um, and see how they triumphed over through that you know an aspect of motherhood because sometimes as moms we are a creature of protection and mommy bear instinct is very real but sometimes Mm -hmm. it clouds our judgment and how we may view what we're navigating through so we may not see that hey you're doing that wrong because in our mind we're doing we're doing it right which is very well true but if there is another way that you can do it why not learn it and you get that from being around other moms and you know what I mean 
Yeah, exactly. There's nothing else like that, unfortunately. But I feel like it's different. I lived in a different place where I had my first and now I'm I'm expecting my third and it's a yes. very different experience. And yeah, I'm still coming to this point again where I'm like, I want to be with other women who are going through this experience yes. right now. So I don't know. There's, I feel like there's no other time in a person's life. Maybe there is. And I do see it as women are going through menopause Mm-hmm. And maybe puberty, like there's these yeah. sort of milestones that women go through. Not everybody goes through all of them. When you do, it's so, so valuable to have other yes. women. A hundred percent. And every pregnancy is different, which you may have needed in your first pregnancy. You may not need in your second or what you needed in your first you actually need a little bit more of in your second and then you get Mm -hmm. to your third and it's like wait I need all of that and then some with this one because things change times change your body changes your understanding of your body changes the most powerful tool in navigating just life and journeying as well you get to learn so many different things you know what I mean and I think those lessons just helps us be better or it helps grow us to it's in our understanding yeah no i love that hi friends i'm here to remind you to subscribe and like to the podcast i love doing this i love bringing people on but i need to know if you're actually listening to me i get no feedback out here so i know things are going out and then suddenly i'll talk to someone and they say oh yeah i love your podcast it's awesome i'm like oh i didn't even know you were listening so if you want to stay in the know you want to get notified when new episodes come back please 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 subscribe and like go into your podcast and you just in the upper right corner you press the plus sign and it turns to a check mark and then you're subscribing. And then of course you can like it five stars, of course, right? If you can, please. And, um, if you Spotify, if you Zencaster, whatever you use, it's fine. Just please subscribe and like, thank you. And so when you are working as a doula in the hospital, what do you see as the major benefit and something that maybe people don't even realize when they're thinking about a doula? The greatest benefit in a hospital setting is having a neutral person who's not choosing a specific side, but has a viewpoint. My viewpoint always in hospital births is that the mom is being heard, Mm -hmm. that she understands and that she's able to make decisions and that those three components are not taken from her because of where we are. And then even in the same regard for like hospital staff, there's an OB there, a midwife there. They also having a space to be heard, listened to, and then valued in their profession without it being a clash. Understanding that those two are like working together versus and separate it helps create an environment to prevent systematic issues that sometimes happen or even the misconception that everything is systematic when it it may not even be that it may just be you know the the mommy didn't understand what the doctor may have been translating because the doctor was talking in doctor lingo and not patient care you know they're not level with that patient because they're trying to think life death situation. You know what I mean? But I love it because every mom has said, like, I felt like I was present. I felt like I mattered. You know what I mean? And then I would get compliments. And this is not to toot my own horn, but getting compliments from hospital staff. So saying like, oh my gosh, like we need more doulas like you. Like, I love having you here. Can you come all the time? Listen, this is the heart of what I do and what I'm able to do is to hear those two different perspectives of what I'm bringing and seeing the value because hospitals gave us our acknowledgement in a sense of title. I remember 20 years ago, people were like, no doulas, like there would be signs some places, no doulas at this hospital or. And that's crazy. And that's crazy. I feel like 
we have had doulas on this earth without the title of doula for years, like beyond, right? So women helping women. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I think that the value of having that has never changed, but the yeah. level of understanding did yeah. created these barriers. I call myself a gap bridger when it comes yeah. to hospital births and doula support. No hospital should feel like they can't save a, a mother's life because right. they don't understand and no mom should feel like their life is in danger because they yeah. don't understand or because the doctors are in the room or the nurses are doing yeah. this and that. Yeah. And you bring up a really good point when you mentioned systematic issues or systemic issues. I was thinking, you know, we live in Cleveland, Ohio, and our maternal and infant mortality disparity for women of color is atrocious. Yeah. It's, it's bad. We have a problem here. Yeah. And I feel like we're still trying to figure out solutions as a community, as, as a region, but having people like you who can help a woman make sure that she is being heard mm-hmm. and like it's potentially life-saving. Yes. And it's so important. And maybe that is one of the major parts of the solution to kind of, you know, improve maternal health outcomes in yeah. this area. Because yeah. I don't know where the breakdown is, but we know that there's probably some racism, some implicit bias involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it comes up it is. In, in our where we live and where yeah. we are. It's a, For sure, it's a reality that we have to you know fight yeah. out. And the crazy part is, I've experienced a birth where it was a time where there was a life and death situation, and in that, giving the mom, ensuring that she understood fully what mm-hmm. was happening, what was going to happen, what has yeah. a potential of happening. And then yeah. also to the helping the doctor see that she's not ready to make the decision yet. What yeah. if we do this, right? Can right. we do nothing for a minute until she right. gets herself, like will her life right. be in danger if she right. just waited five or 10 more minutes, if she just had just one conversation with her spouse. And that was a game changer, right? Because- yeah. This was a mom who already had trauma and a family who just wanted to experience this thing of birth yeah. in their way. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like, can we give this mom her, her way and her viewpoint and her desire of a birth so beautiful without mm-hmm. her, y'all traumatizing her with all of these legal mm-hmm. terms and jargon and stuff that, that scare her, right? Exactly. But scared. That's scared. Like, the, there's a lot of fear. Yeah. Yes. But it changed the game for her because then we were able to give her information. They were there to support. She made an informed decision. And yeah. in that informed decision, it saved her life, the baby's life, and everybody yeah. home. Yeah. And that's what we right. want. That's what we want. Right. The yeah. doctors didn't have to go into this whole crazy mode and all of that. I ensured that yeah. every staff member that came in the room, though we knew that this was a state of emergency, no one right. came in here frantic. Don't come in here running. And, and that yeah. triggered mom to a whole nother end. So mm-hmm. and they came and brought calm because your wisdom is needed, right? Like mm-hmm. all of what you're mm-hmm. about to bring and do for her is so valuable. Yeah. But don't yeah. scare her. Can we just not scare her? There is an art to that. that yeah. I feel like it's so tough in obstetrics, you know, and I don't practice obstetrics anymore. I only do gynecology, but I, those days are, they live with me forever. And those situations where it's emergent is terrifying. And I remember myself, I remember other people kind of launching in to this sort of, you know, terrified mode. And then all of a sudden the 
poor woman whose life is in your hands in some ways is also terrified and you're just making things worse. Yes. <laughs> the best attendings that I had or the people I love to learn from were the ones who were calm in the eye of the storm and just they could, you know, communicate clearly. Oh they God. could get everything done. They were still quick and efficient. They did the best. So in me becoming a doula, um, it was actually my OBGYN. Her name is Cynthia Bose. I love her to life and she knows this. Nice. And she had this level of calm about her mm-hmm. that no matter what was going on with me, she mm-hmm. never made me scared. She never changed her persona. She gave me wisdom. She gave me the medical side of understanding. And I have navigated three births with her, her being my my surgeon for my DNC. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I went in that room happy. I didn't go back there scared. Like my life was over. We made jokes. We laughed about it. And she, you know, just encouraged me on how strong I was. And that said to me, if she can be like this, then yeah. I, as a doula, should yeah. be like this too. It conveys confidence, right? Like you could yeah. have confidence and trust in her. You have confidence and trust in yourself and your body. And oh that's God. what you need in those moments. Yes. So my second birth after my Otis, my baby mm-hmm. was, she was down. Okay. Head down. We were ready. But we didn't mm-hmm. realize that her face was face up this way versus okay. this way. As I'm, I'm, I'm right there, she's crowning and then she's seen mm-hmm. it. And where most OBs may say, you know what, let's take you back and do the C-section. Yeah. She said, no, I think you can do it. Do you think you can do it? And I say, yeah. She said, well, keep pushing. That next contraction, I want you to push. And I pushed that baby out with everything in me and I felt empowered. I love that. She didn't, she didn't force anything on me. And even when I was pregnant with my twins, you know, Mm -hmm. standard for twin pregnancies is sometimes looked at as high risk and, you Mm -hmm. know, section from the back, like, okay, that's it. We're going to schedule the C-section. She did not schedule that C-section until I was 36 weeks pregnant. Mm -hmm. And it was only because my son was a stubborn one and he wanted to sit down in my (laughs) vagina. Okay. I'm not budging. She was even willing to allow me to push. Like if, but yeah. every doctor doesn't carry that same level of confidence, yeah. right? And yeah. moms need to understand that. So being a doula in the room, we have to give our clients the big picture. They have a doctor that will say, look, we can do this and I'm okay with it. Or we can do this, 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 and this, but I just can't do this. You have yeah. to understand their no is because they want to ensure you that they're not at a, a skill set to right. navigate that with your life in their hand. Yeah, totally. And the other thing is you might have a great relationship with your doctor or your midwife, yeah. but then the day that you happen to go into labor, that person is not there. Oh my God. <laughs> and you meet somebody else brand new for the first time. And that, first of all, that's like an ick. That's what my daughter yeah. calls it. Like, yeah. ah! But can we navigate it? Yes, we sure can with the right. right. And that's like a wonderful way that a doula actually can be a constant for you. You oh know, of gosh. course, things happen where maybe a doula cannot be there. There might be another birth that we have to be. Of course, emergencies happen, but yes. you know, for the most part, your doula is going to be there with you, and at least 100%. you have that constant yes. along with your family. So that's. And that's yeah. very important. I definitely always encourage a mom. No, like, especially when you're in the hospital systems that do operate where your OB that's following you all this time won't be there. It's going to be a midwife. Yeah. Or the midwife that you have just may not be on call that night. Right. We understand what is going on and you don't spring it on us, right? While we're in the labor room, like, hey, your doctor's not coming in. It's like, wait, what? Devastation. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, 
But if they're prepared for it, leading up to it, then the devastation, the trauma, the fight or flight, those all those signals are, are all the way down because they already know yeah. what's about to happen. Oh, well, this has been wonderful. I feel like we could probably talk for hours, but <laughs> this is a really good introduction of what a doula is yes. and why having childbirth support is so important. It's so important. Regardless of what's going on with your pregnancy and also why having people who understand be part of your community before, during, and after is so important. A hundred percent. And I always say, no matter what color, race, or creed, or ethnicity, Mm -hmm. whatever you call it, I believe that every woman deserves a doula. Every woman deserves a doula. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) Thank you so much, Trios. Thank you for talking to you.